Good morning, Facebook family. Almost afternoon, my Facebook family. Hello, hello. It is a lovely day, summer day here in Vancouver. If you're jumping on as a replay, give me a hashtag replay and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. A little uncomfortable having this conversation, to be honest with you. We're talking about wounding. And if you're new to this uh, group, welcome to this community where we're talking about healing the nervous system so that you can transform your external relationships outside. Really, your outer world is a reflection of what's going on inside. Many of the many times we catch ourselves in a place of feeling like we're a victim to the circumstances happening all around us, whether it's work, whether it's relationship, whether it's our health falling apart and we're victim to a virus or a <clears throat> a diagnosis. In my experience working with people with stress-related disorders in the last 20 some odd years, I've observed, observed certain patterns and slowly but surely I have guided my um, attention from the office helping patients as a chiropractor moving further to help people understand the workings of the mind that creates stress and and contributes to whatever problems that you're coming in to heal and I made some amazing discoveries that most of the physical woundings that we have come from emotional wounds that have been unresolved from childhood and if we just put our focus <coughs> excuse me if we just put all of our focus into healing that the emotional wounds could we potentially have a, a, an impact on the physical health it turns out yes we do I have 20,000 hours uh, of working with people working with patients with various degrees of agony and seeing so many patterns so trigger proof is pretty much the culmination of all the work that I've done personally and just kind of for my own interest sake uh, that I've integrated in with the healing and facilitating of healing work that I've done uh, as a chiropractor and so here we are basically it all comes down to this your ability to expand that space between stimulus and response the trigger your ability to <clears throat> use it as information and go inside rather than externalize and I'm not saying internalize it by shutting down I'm saying internalize it so that you can actually see that your outer world is a reflection of what's happening inside of you in other words your relationship with you and the younger wounded parts of you that we all have that we all walk around with that we all trip up over whenever we get triggered and so I've been doing these uh, transmissions pretty much every day on this one specific thing is signs that you've been acting from a wound unconsciously you don't even know it so I'm giving you <clears throat> ways to kind of observe your behavior because you don't know what you don't know until somebody you know a, a, a mentor or a guide is able to, to to show you this is what I do is I guide guide people to healing to healing their relationships to healing their bodies by going inside and becoming the hero uh, rather than looking for heroes outside it really works it works beautifully so the patterns that you see are coming from unconsciousness these are unconsciousness and we're acting out of wounds we carry these wounds with us each and every day it's part of who we are you know like I will always be that little bullied kid in from a predominantly white 
neighborhood from a white kind of community outside of Ottawa I will always be that kid who was bullied you know what I mean that he's a part of me and my wife will always be the girl from Moose Jaw Saskatchewan and that's part of her charm and that's part of your charm is those younger parts <clears throat> the problem is those younger parts of us have wounds and we walk around unconsciously carrying these wounds so I've done this little uh, series signs you've been unconsciously acting from a wound where I drop two signals that you can observe in your behavior so that you can see am I the one in control or is this wound running my life okay so if you haven't already go back scroll down and if you're new scroll up or whatever and watch all of the other transmissions I'm doing one each day where I drop in the first one is about signs that you're unconsciously acting from a wound is that you constantly finding that you're having to fix others <clears throat> people pleasing number three is codependency you constantly see that in your friendships codependency in your romantic relationships for me it was showing up codependency with clients it was totally running my life number four is needing needing external validation that's another sign number five is constantly living on high alert skip back a couple days and watch that that was a great one as well uh, number six is the fear of abandonment like you show up expecting the other person that's gonna leave you and that's just an unconscious behavior you just think that all the time you basically live like oh this person's leaving like you live that way you live in fear of that constantly which causes you to act and behave in unconscious ways because of that hypervigilance you can't be really authentic if I'm in a relationship with you and I'm afraid of you leaving then I'm gonna pretend to say things that you uh, or pretend and say things that I feel that you would um, that you would benefit that that you would like so that I have your approval so that you don't leave me does that make sense <clears throat> so in, instantly when I have a fear of your abandonment as a friend or as a lover or even as a client I can't be myself with you I can't be real around you I have to put on a mask because of that fear of abandonment I, and my ego will want to blame you for it um, number seven is deprioritizing your own needs and the need to prove yourself is number eight so if you go back and watch those I give you the whole the whole uh, kit and caboodle about unconsciousness how it shows up giving you stories about how I discovered this it was very painful by the way when you look at and see this you can expect to get triggered <clears throat> you when you look and you see and you shine you take a light and then you be like okay so I have a light here I shine the light I'm in the dark about this this whole issue of my behavior and then I turn on the light and it's like oh uh, immediately with our clients they have this feeling of like uh instantly like in the beginning this journey through the dark night of your soul the way that you know it's actually you're on the right path is it fucking hurts it's like uh you turn the light on and you see the degree of what your unconsciousness has built does that make sense let me know if you've ever um experienced that when you've started to do healing work and it was shadow work usually uh, when you start to turn the light on to those shadows that you had no idea were there or you've been avoiding it's like oh okay so this is gonna be one today today what I'm gonna be sharing with you is going to be very trigger uh, worthy <laughs> and it's gonna suck for many people who are listening for many who are who are listening in and think that 
have been living in the in the, in the, in a life or in relationships with these patterns again and again you don't know that they're there until you get into a relationship and then you see them as a pattern and you're like oh jeez same guy different haircut same guy different all oh, all these people are assholes all women are this they end up all cheating on you all these this one one guy came who was at my seminar is like every single woman that i ever date cheats on me and i'm like he i'm like in his world women are all like cheaters and all that stuff and i'm like shit i i didn't i don't experience life that way i haven't i have never actually experienced life that way in other another i've actually had the opposite and it just so happens that it was real deep wounding with his mother big surprise okay so that is unconsciousness you know you start seeing um you start seeing things all right so here's what it is number number one for today a sign that you are living unconsciously that you are unconsciously acting out of a wound is when you tolerate abusive behavior a sign that you're unconsciously acting from a wound is you consistently tolerate abusive behavior week after week month after month year after year person after person one perpetrator after another and you tolerate it and I know that that is very very triggering and it sounds to me it's it might sound to you like I'm blaming the victim but I'm not actually I'm not saying it's your fault at all here's the thing it's not even your fault that this is happening it's not your fault that that person is treating you abusively whether it's verbal whether it's physical whether it's sexual you know if this is happening please call someone and get help if you've set set it up in such a way where you're so disempowered that you can't leave that situation um, do everything you can to get help <laughs> you know this is and so that you can kind of wake up that you know to how how we got here how did we get here not to blame you but to wake you up and it's gonna hurt it hurts all of us when we look and see what series of events what perfect storm led to me being okay just being treated like this and in the work that we've done with our clients especially with abuse situations one of the things that I discovered, it was a big breakthrough for many, and there were tears that would be uh, be, be crying uh, that were shed when this realization was happening. It was both extremely painful and yet liberating at the same time, and here's what it is. We teach others how to treat us by how we feel about ourselves. Let me say that again. We teach others how to treat us by how we feel about ourselves. <clears throat> if you and I just met, and we're in a relation we get into a relationship and all of a sudden something happens when you get triggered and then you raise your voice at me and then you call me like Nima you piece of shit and immediately because of my level of self-esteem instead of responding in a way by saying excuse me ma'am or sir I'd really appreciate you not speaking to me that way I'm not actually going to tolerate it. If you speak to me that way again, 
then you and I can't have an interaction. If you're upset with me, I'd rather you share with me what you're feeling rather than calling me that name because I'm not going to tolerate that. That that's just there's no need for that kind of behavior. Now, what I've done right away when you have raised your voice and called me a piece of shit or whatever, I'm able to step up and set a boundary. Okay? Which is the second part that that another evidence unconscious behavior that tells you that you're living and acting from a wound inability to set boundaries tolerates abusive behavior and inability to set a boundary so as soon as you raise your voice and just start off our relationship two weeks in three weeks in and you just raise your voice a little bit and you say you fucking piece of shit Nima immediately if I don't stand up and say I'm sorry I understand you're upset but I'm not gonna tolerate you calling me that name okay or let's say we start dating and oh, I'll, I'll tell you a true story that happened with me when when I was dating my last girlfriend the one that just completely fell apart I wasn't really like planning on being monogamous and the set it was set up that way that hey you know everything's cool we're free to do whatever we choose a few months into the relationship I told her that there was somebody else that I'd like to go on a date with and she basically said okay even though she was so distraught by it she was so distraught by it I said this is what I want now three months into the relationship she turned she turns to me and she says okay that's fine I understand thank you for telling me and then just completely is devastated and is like crying for two or three days and after I dated that other person it found out within a couple of hours or a day or whatever I wasn't really interested then you know me and my ex we kinda got back together and she just took me back and I was like okay cool alright this was what we spoke about I wasn't lying I was telling exactly what was going on but because she didn't set that boundary in my mind now the interpersonal connection between us now I now know okay so that's not a boundary if I want to do so-and-so all I have to do is let her know and just she can deal with her emotions herself and so the relationship was set up in that way which over time completely became toxic because she truly di wasn't okay with it she just didn't know how to set that boundary so she felt like I was consistently abusing her emotionally by you know saying that I wanted to date other people or whatever and so I'm not saying I'm completely innocent in that I know who I was at the time that wasn't really all in with one woman I didn't really understand or didn't really have a, a sense of commitment because I hadn't been committed to myself I was the avoidant so I always had you know a boundary with relationships which is I'll be in a relationship with you as long as you don't tie me down that was my boundary okay and and she was like okay but she didn't set a boundary that was actually congruent with her because of her fear of abandonment because she thought that and, and this is why 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 do we not set boundaries and tolerate abusive behavior why because of fear of abandonment because of an old wound
It's not a behavior that can you, you can just readily change because it's not coming from here, it's coming from here. If I'm in an interaction with you, in an engagement with you, and I'm deeply wounded and I'm fearing abandonment, then however way you talk to me, even though it hurts, I'm not going anywhere and I won't set a boundary to you because I'm deathly afraid of you leaving me. In fact, I'd rather you stay with me and treat me like shit because it was familiar from a past wounding because that's how my father talked to me. That's how my mother talked to me. That's how I feel about myself. You're literally talking to me and cursing me, abusing me, talking to me, hitting me because deep and I and I tolerate that. I can't say no, I'm sorry. Like you know like what logically if it happens one time that's enough for me to go you know what this is not cool for me that's a boundary this is I, I won't tolerate that goodbye because I don't feel because I have this deep sense of a fear of abandonment I'm not going to actually speak up I'm not gonna say when you raise your voice at me just a little bit, I won't stand up and go, no, I'm sorry. I won't tolerate you speaking to me that way. I understand you're upset, but if you take it out on me that way, I'm not going to tolerate. That's not the kind of relationship I'm looking for. So that you then go, oh shit, okay, I got to wake the fuck up. And now he set a boundary. And if it's worth it for me to be with Nima, I'm going to step up and, and, and step up, right? And then it's a never you know it'll never happen again one of our clients i remember she it was an arranged marriage pakistani and you know it's just just you do this growing up you see it you know the man hits the the wife right so she gets married she's a doctor right she gets married and they had their first fight just like in their first few weeks of marriage and then he turns around and hits her right he slaps her across the face all of a sudden, she grabs him and boom, gives him one right back and says, don't you ever fucking do that to me again. And now they've been married like 20, 30 years. It's never happened again. <laughs> because she stood up. She set a boundary and said, hell's to the no. Okay? That is an ideal scenario when somebody has healed their pr primitive wounds. But if you're walking around wounded... And your, and your sense and feeling about yourself is this big, that you're unworthy, then you're going to not have boundaries. You're going to tolerate abusive behavior. And then what will happen is, as a natural consequence of the toxicity and the, and the unconsciousness and the wounding, your arguments will escalate. And the boundaries keep getting pushed until finally there's nothing left of you. You have nothing left of you and you're truly a victim in that in that moment and you're angry at your perpetrator and i'm not saying that that's not hurtful and i'm not saying that that what they're doing is correct i'm not at all and i'm not justifying anyone's behavior i'm trying to get some understanding i'm trying to shine a light of understanding so that you don't sit back and go oh, all men or all women are so and so and you you project all of that and then everyone I date is they're all narcissistic, abusive, toxic assholes. And I hear this so much and I just want to say that must really suck. Are you ready to learn what the perfect storm is that attracts something like that? 
Are you ready to learn that? Because once you do, you're like, oh shit, it's not my fault, but I can actually change the dynamics of my neurology so that I can then meet somebody who treats me an exact equivalent to how I treat myself and what's sacred to me. So far what's been sacred to me where I put my time, effort, energy, resources into is somebody else so that I can have approval and meaning and value. I can fix or I can help. I can be important. I gain my identity out of putting everything into this person what's sacred and rescuing. And it's time to change that and stop that pattern and go inside and heal those attachment wounds. The only answer, when you do heal those attachment wounds, it's painful because you realize to the degree of unconsciousness that you abandon yourself with, without saying boundaries, without saying no. How many times you chose approval instead of you know, the difficulty of actually saying no, feeling guilt, feeling like someone doesn't approve of you. You so little approval of yourself that if somebody doesn't approve of you, you can't handle it. So you keep abandoning yourself. You drop all boundaries and yes to everything and you pretend and you fake and then the behavior towards you starts to become more aggressive, become more violent, become more abandoning which is all violations that were done secondary to the violation that we do to ourselves. And it's not victim blaming. If this is happening to you, you're not to blame. You are completely unconscious. This is no fault of your own. It's In fact, it's not even the fault of your parents that this whole dynamic is starting. It's not even the fault of their parents. We are talking about generations, generations of cultural and systemic imprisonment where we have unplugged from who we are and we bow into some sort of other system, family system, cultural system, religious system, relationship system, where you just do what you think is right so that you can have approval and it's painful to break free from that but the shitty behavior that's happening towards you the abusive behavior the the back and forth the the unfulfillment is the wake-up call it's the wake-up call to help us step up and take ownership and where do you begin you begin by healing those you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean trigger-less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired, to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community 
who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Attachment wounds. That's what this entire uh, group is all about. So my question to you is what attachment wounds that you're aware of from your childhood are playing out in the way that you're tolerating being treated? I'd love to know. Write it in the comment section. Hey, Jamie, what's up? Mary Jo, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad this is resonating. What, what, uh, what, what was happening? And this isn't to blame your parents. This is just to go, holy fuck, wake up and let's, okay, now I know. Now I know what my climb is. It's just to heal the relationship with those younger parts that I abandoned a long time ago and start to give them boundaries and let them know that they are seen, that they are loved. And it's deep work and it's a lot of tears. It takes a while because you have abandoned yourself for years. So to change that pattern is going to be difficult because you have a conditioning of self-abandonment. This is where the empaths show up. This is where your codependency is. It takes work. And so I had so many people message me with this exact thing that I had to come up with a strategy to serve these people who are dealing with this. If this is resonating with you and you're like, all right, so what the hell, where do I begin? I'm like, where do you begin? Well, you begin with your relationship with you. Where does that? Well, number one, with your breath and with your inner child. <sighs> that inhale, exhale relationship completely gets fucked when we go through trauma. And so we must take responsibility of learning how to return to that relationship, number one, and then reconnect with those younger parts of us. So I have, I created the breathwork and badassery event and it's Sunday. Uh, I'm just dropping in the, uh, in the comment section there. We have like <clears throat> over 60 people already from around the world at the same moment connecting with healing their younger parts while going into a breathwork ceremony which is designed to continue that reconnection with those younger parts and help you open your heart to yourself and here's the best part to find the answers from within people say I've been pleasing so much I don't know who I am I don't know this is what the most common complaint I don't even know who I am anymore like all right so how do where do you begin you're not going to learn from having Nima tell you. That's sure as hell not. Or a counselor or a psychologist. I don't care if the person has eight PhDs on psychotherapy. They're not going to give you the immense transformation you receive with an inner child meditation that we do on Sunday. Guaranteed. I had one guy message me. He said, I feel like I did 10 years of therapy in three hours. I'm like, exactly. And the best part is... I didn't tell you anything. I just guided you back to yourself. And the cool part is on the other side of it, you get a message to that inner child and from which is the exact inner wisdom that you're needing in where you're stuck in your relationship or your career or purpose or your health, wherever you're stuck in the, in the unknown. I don't know what the next step is. I don't know where to go. Well, when you go inside and you ask the right individual, which is your higher self, which you get access to in this workshop, all of a sudden on the other side you're like oh shit and then I ask you I say hey Jamie hey Mary Jo so what was the guidance from the inner voice and then you'll write in the comment section you'll say things like 
yeah, it was like, you know, inside of you, you already have everything inside of you. <laughs> you don't need to be perfect. You don't have to get it all right. You don't have to try to be good. You're already there. Like, it's like wisdom from within that wouldn't be as meaningful if it was coming from me. You get to experience it. And I wanted to make it affordable so that people starting that journey back into themselves, there's nobody that couldn't afford it. And it gives them like world-class training and breath work so you leave ah, with a regulated nervous system, with a clear head, with a focused intention, and your the next move literally opens up in front of you. And I absolutely love it. I'm going to be teaching it from uh, the Fairmont Banff uh, in Alberta. That's on Sunday. I'm going to be teaching that. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. Let me know what came up for you in this um, in this transmission. How was that relevant for you? Uh, did it bother you? Did it trigger you? You're calling me an asshole. You hate me now. All of that's okay. I understand all of it. I get it. I've been doing this for many years, so I know uh, where you're going to get stuck, and I know what's going to anger you. But you know, my my desire for your freedom is greater than my desire for you to like me. Um, you're not going to like me very much in the beginning because I, get, I hear the words fuck you, Nima, quite, quite, honest, quite honestly every week uh, because what I do is I just hold mirrors to one another whenever people tell me their stories and I'm like, look in the mirror. I, I get it, but look in the mirror and they're like, oh, fuck. Fuck you, Nima. Just like right now, you might be even thinking this. Fuck you, Nima, uh, because I'm holding you accountable to changing your story. And I'm not saying that the people who abused you were right. Absolutely not. I'm saying, like, why are? how did we get ourselves there? How did we get it to the point where we have no power and we're okay being treated that way? Well, the answer is a complete ab abandonment of boundaries because of a fear of abandonment. And it starts in childhood. And it heals by going inside looking forward to you who are joining us we have so many of you uh, in this community jumping in and joining uh, Sunday when you come make sure you have quiet around you and just completely dedicate to it and know there isn't a replay because people are going to share some very powerful stuff and a lot of it's personal so I don't uh, send uh, give replays so it's either you're either there or not if you can't make it come back next month we do it every month and look up on the banner um, and it shows all of the events coming up. The following weekend we have the overview experience which is even 10 times more fun for me. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure you get notifications. Just click the get notifications at the top so that every time a new Facebook Live comes up and I have a new insight that I want to share with you, you're able to, to watch it, algorithms and all that stuff. Uh, I only just joined but I have been loving this series. I'm looking forward to joining you for the breath work on Monday. Rose, amazing. Yeah, I look forward to hearing what uh, what comes up for you on the other side of that. Uh, thanks for showing up. Yeah, Rose, I think you were the, the first one to, 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 to sign up. You're, if you're willing to surrender to your fears, Rose, because there's a lot of them. I know we've had a couple of interactions, probably have some fears going up, and there's trepidation because many people have, quote, unquote, tried everything until they do this, and they're like, Holy crap. I don't care if you're a Demartini facilitator, especially if you're a Demartini facilitator, get your ass over there on, on Sunday because it's powerful. Um, but I look forward to seeing what happens on the other side of that journey for you, Rose, because 
you're going to get an insight that you'll be like, ah, oh, this is what I needed. And then I encourage you to just keep going down that rabbit hole and keep the journey alive because it's your self-abandon, our, not yours, our self-abandonment is strong within us. It's the conditioning we got to shift and that takes time. So you're going to be getting started very soon, Rose. I can't wait. And one final thing, I'm sure you know maybe one or two people that are in your sphere who are going through this challenge with relationships with themselves, especially with with their anxiety, uh, kind of disconnection from purpose, not really being able to emotionally regulate very well based on all this COVID stuff, plus all their past stuff. What I'd love for you to do is just go ahead and invite them in this group and tag them in this video so that they can kind of get acquainted with it. And if they like, they'll probably go back and see the series we did five of we I think we did five of seven I think we did six of seven today uh, tomorrow's uh, trigger proof uh, is going to be an interesting one um, it's we're going to be talking about one of the signs that you are unconsciously acting from a wound I'll give it I'll give it away I'm going to go into it tomorrow a little bit more is when you keep attracting narcissism that's a sign of an unconscious wound attracting narcissistic uh, partners people who just don't give a fuck about you and they're just into themselves there's there's a wound that has you constantly calling those types of people in and tomorrow I'm gonna tell you all about it so we look forward to seeing you at the breathwork and badassery and beyond let me know if you have any questions send me a DM if you haven't yet seen my trigger proof training it's a 90 minute training I'll send it to you with a promo code free for anybody in the uh, group see you at the next perfect time